I'm Tyler, two C's, two L's, Dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery, I gun, Hans. <laughs> what? <laughs> when he sticks the gun through the guy's head and he starts oh, firing God. through his eyeball. Savage. Uh, I'm Steven, just passing through Brannigan. <laughs> <laughs> just passing through? <laughs> when does he say that? I, I think... On the phone call. On the phone to, call. Uh, oh, yeah, to, yeah. Uh, yeah, Coda Fanning. Just, yeah. just just a guy passing through. <laughs> just a guy passing through. And this is the Franchise Podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. And today we're covering Equalizer 3. Ooh. We've finally been equalized <laughs> For the to, the max. <laughs> to the max. Is this the maximum equalizer? Do you think we'll get another equalizer 4? This really doesn't resolve anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's happy at the end. He's a happy psycho. I mean, like, he's always happy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Until he finds some new target to kill. After he decapitated a man, yeah. he shot a guy in the eye, like you said. Yeah. Now he's just dancing with the sports team in Italy. He's, he's just finally happy. <laughs> Do you want an equalizer for Steven? Uh, I think, I mean, they'd certainly left it open for another one. <laughs> but do Depending. you want one? Do I want one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to I see, I want the kid that shot him in the ass in the first yeah, act right. to come back to come back and and claim claim vengeance upon his family this is similar to what i wanted for equalizer 4 which i was like he's desperately nearing like batman beyond bruce wayne territory it's funny that you say that oh really because i have a theory Ooh. That oh the equalizer is set in the same universe as Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> I like that. And I'm convinced that... have a similar tone. That yeah. Robert McCall used to be a member of the League of Shadows. Oh, oh there you go. I like that. Because there's no way. <laughs> yeah, he And how anything. he moves for his age. Yeah. And the, and the shadows that pass. And then you turn around and he's not there. And then with one... <laughs> swift camera move he's there he is initiated <laughs> he's just shadows he's literally yeah the league of shadows yeah he gets the the mob boss all freaked out because he just sees that's what i'm talking yeah, about yeah it's, it's literal it, it's was so thinking literal. that just being, being like well you know the fourth one could be like he's older he like kind of like gets a protege and he raises them up to like kind of like be like a cia recruit but the cia yeah. rejects them so like you didn't go through like our formal training with like this guy, this Robert McCall guy, you ace all the things, but like, who the fuck are you? Like, no. And then this guy becomes a vigilante and Robert becomes his man in the chair. <laughs> yeah. Or he gets the kid who shot him, like, uh, then, or Robert waits until he's 18 and then shoots that kid in the butt. <laughs> no, he doesn't kill him. He just shoots him in the butt. Cause that he's like, I now, guess that's equal. now we're equal. Isers. Yeah. Isers. I don't know. I feel like he does more than equal these days. Yeah. Uh, Steven, I forgot to ask if you want to be introduced in any way besides no. Steven Brannigan no, is here. No, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you usually? <laughs> yeah, sometimes some people are like, oh, I have a title or I have like a uh, job that I want mentioned. No. Equalizer? It's fine. Movie fan. <laughs> Movie fan. That's good. Cinephile. Cinephile. There, you go. there we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we talk more about Equalizer, specifically Equalizer three and Robert's adventures through Italy, and uh, the most the least colorful Italy experience I've seen, uh, we got to do our usual segment of what's new. Thank you, Connery. No problem. 
You'll, you'll hear it later. Okay. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's an actual sound effect that we use. Excellent. I yeah. did have it programmed at some point, and then I got a new SD card, and then never, you know. Well, new sound. I'll just keep explaining. <laughs> I'll just keep explaining it more and more. That's part of no our jokes. Reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is our segment, What's New, where we discuss any new media we've been consuming. Uh, Connery, do you have any new media that you have been consuming devouring yeah. uh hmm. let's see here i'm loading i'm loading i'm loading uh how about i don't go first okay i'll go first <laughs> i'll go first yeah. i told you both about this little movie called the beekeeper Ooh. did either of you get the chance to see it i did not end up watching the beekeeper i've not re-upped on my uh amc pass yet, oh yeah that happens march 4th mm. march 4th there we go that's i think when this episode comes out mm. oh. two days after you can go see uh, I, I don't know. The Beekeeper won't be in theaters anymore either. Uh, you can go see Dune Part 2. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's a win. I want to see that one with uh, the new Skarsgård. What is it? Like Boy Kills World. Oh, so, yeah. With Bill Skarsgård? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I didn't watch the trailer yet. I just know like Sam Raimi produced it. and uh, But then he also produces stuff that's not great. Right. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so hopefully this one's good. But. It definitely has vibes of that other film that I didn't see, the John Woo one. Oh, yeah, Silent Night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I missed that one in theaters, too. Uh, I kind of wish I saw it, but I'll, I'll get around to it. There's a whole thing about just, like, action movies in theaters that I feel like maybe there's not as many as there used to be when we're all growing up, uh, you, know, you know, in our teens going to see action movies. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a Russell Crowe one called, like, Land of Bad that just came out. And I kind of want to see, but I'm like, I could definitely just wait for this to get on <laughs> <laughs> rental or whatever on streaming. But Did you see that? This might be going off course, but did you see that one uh, Russell Crowe film where he has, like, really, really bad, um, like driving aggression oh, <laughs> yes. right. yeah. or something right? um oh man what no is, that's a tom hardy no that's tom hardy yeah <sighs> what was it called i saw that that's the only movie i saw at a uh, drive-in theater in like <laughs> the russell crow rage yeah <laughs> in peak, rage peak lockdown yeah because uh my, my partner lily and i both really like russell crow in his current state oh, you know yes. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like i i at least really enjoyed pope's exorcist did you see that one oh, i did not yeah he has like a, an italian accent and he just uh, exercises demons yeah, and so he, he drives around he drives, a, he drives a moped around and exercises demons and it's like supposed to be kind of serious but it's uh silly silly yeah, yeah. <laughs> um anyway well you should watch that one yeah if you're in for uh a laugh and also like just shocking uh yeah it gets really intense oh it's called unhinged, unhinged. That's what it was. Yeah. it's it's unreal yeah yeah it, he just he goes he, he goes too far. Yeah, he, he really does. It, he goes to like Robert McCall levels on oh my God. the people he yeah. was mad about. Um, and yeah. he's just kind and of he's like the good guy. No, 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 no. no. He's kind of like this, like he's kind of just big chungus Russell Crowe, like driving around getting mad at people. Uh, I like it, the idea of like you, they happen to these drug dealers cartel had to like cross this man in the car and he gets um, so angry that yes. he kills them. All. I mean, that would have been. Did they, could they make a second one of unhinged <laughs> or a prequel? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Untwinged. Untwinged. Uh, now there's two, two of him. Oh man, it's his twin. Yeah, it's just it's just him and then him CGI again. <laughs> that would be good. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if I use the word "good" in the right way anymore. We use AI technology to make two Gerard Butlers. 
Gerard Butler yeah, also. Gerard Butler, Russell Crowe. Sorry, Have they been Butler, in together? Um, but yeah, Unhinged was like the highest grossing movie in America for a little while because theaters were all locked down. Wow, you so know, it's the only one. I was not aware of that information. Yeah, I remember because when I went to go see it, like, oh, this movie's made so much money and it's like not that good, wow. but it's it's pretty intense. But The Beekeeper uh, is also about a maniac, much <laughs> like Unhinged, much like The Equalizer, uh, a maniac who's the protagonist of the movie, played by Jason Statham. Yeah. Um, I'm totally spacing on his name. It should be John Honey because he is <laughs> his a name bee- isn't John Honey. <laughs> it should be. Yeah, he's a he's a beekeeper. You know, like an actual beekeeper. Yeah, yeah. When you see him in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. but it turns out he's also the beekeeper, which is like a secret agent for the entire country. Like he, there's only one of them, I think, mm-hmm. and he does stuff that like even the FBI and CIA doesn't Ooh. know about or whatever. But wow. he's like retired now, so now he's just. So why don't they get a new beekeeper? <laughs> um. Why did they? Why didn't they? If he's retired, uh, because well, he doesn't come back as the beekeeper. He is kind of thrown back into it because he, <laughs> by a very weird like manner of things that happen, because he he like gets rid of bees on this lady's like his neighbor's uh lawn or whatever yeah because he knows how to do that what and kind of beekeeper is he? he's like terminate the bees or is he no like, home the he bees? loves the bees yeah okay, good so that's probably the most um endearing thing about him is yeah. that he's trying to protect the bees because we need the bees to to survive many times are the real insects yeah that's what he says that's basically how he treats people um but this lady gets like she's an older lady and she gets extorted uh over the phone to give up like all of her bank account info or something so the whole movie is him tracking down where the people are scamming her from and like threatening them all and then beating to the top and then beating the shit out of everybody uh and he just wears this really big trucker hat the whole time that i enjoyed and whenever he had it off later in the movie, I'm like, he needs that big trucker head on again. <laughs> oh but I remember seeing the trailer for this movie. Uh, I think when I went to see Thanksgiving with uh, with Lupe Cornejo, who's nice. been on. Um, and I was just, it's like coming out January 12th. And I'm like, I just turned to her. I'm like, this movie like should come out January 6th. <laughs> because <laughs> it's not just like him being like that kind of movie. Where it's like, oh, justice for old people. Yeah. I got to go protect them all or whatever. And he's like, it gets way balloons way out of proportion to where he's like fighting the secret service and stuff and i'm like how is he supposed to be like the person we're rooting for because he's like it's like robert mccall but like he's like breaking the necks of like secret service people <laughs> it's like killing good guys now. <laughs> yeah. but there is like a great like uh, infiltration part near the end and everything mm-hmm. and uh josh hutcherson mm-hmm. plays like the main baddie even though he's kind of just like a petulant like tech uh, like crypto bro okay, kind of cool. thing who's manipulating old people it's all really like high concept and ridiculous so yeah. i had i had a good time and uh yeah i think it's the most fun thing i've seen david ayer make so nice recommend that you can rent that right now uh and i'm sure it'll be streaming somewhere <laughs> very soon yeah at some point at some time um do you want to go I, I remember now yeah. okay um i've been watching a lot of jujitsu kaisen it's an wow. anime <laughs> cool yeah. wait well, i heard the name but like what is what is it it's basically in it's a story about people who have like curses inside of them and use magic to fight demons mm-hmm. this pope's exorcist exorcist if everybody was like pretty and like had punching more demons involved yeah 
but yeah but, like their punches are demons or they punch demons they punch demons and some of them have demon power like someone can like summon monsters and be like go get them but i don't really understand what's happening in it i'm, <laughs> I'm having a serious problem with that we're like i'm like 20 episodes deep and i'm still like a little confused as to what's happening but you can't stop watching yeah what's, no, what's i can't stop yeah what's keeping you invested then um Nico wanted me to watch it really, really bad. My friend Nico. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, what? I'll watch it. I kind of fell off of it because I was kind of into it. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And then they introduced a giant talking panda and he can, he's a literal panda that stands on two legs and talks like a person. It's and, like Tekken. And he's a pretty, yeah, it's Tekken. And he's actually kind of important. And like he punches and has more animals inside of him now, I guess. Like I saw him go gorilla state and he turns into a panda gorilla, which is both fun and weird, depending how you look at it. I could see how this is both like really confusing to follow. And mm-hmm. also you're like, that's some crazy shit I just saw. Yeah. I guess I'll keep watching. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of watch it for like the crazy shit that happens like, or yeah. the fight scenes. So they're just crafted immaculately. Like the fight scenes are so good. Oh, cool. But when they're not fighting, I have to sit through villains giving the monologue of their plan. And that usually goes for about 10 minutes. And then the episode ends. <laughs> it's like Dragon Ball Z kind of. It's very Dragon Ball Z in that regard where I'm like, this one guy has a very monotone voice and goes, no, 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 no. What's his motivation? And, uh, his motivation is I think he wants to kill all humans in the world except for like the cursed users. Cool. I think it actually is like he wants to kill all humans or have people with their powers be treated as better than humans. Uh, so he's kind of like Magneto ish. Yeah, yeah very Magneto. Yeah. yeah, where he's like, we are the next step. Like we should be treated as their as equals if not their betters and the fact that they don't know we exist we had to one show them exist two kill as many as possible to demonstrate our power and three kill all these sorcerers that are in our way so that's his vibe he is apparently a living brain okay where like you kind of like he like, hops from like head to head oh. and he can collect powers so like if he's in your brain he gets your powers in addition to the other ones that he's had previously of hosts yeah how yeah. do people protect him from going in their head do they wear uh, Magneto helmets? They, he usually kills them in the body he's in. Then he silent. <laughs> like, you can't protect. <laughs> yeah, something you can't protect. And then he, he murders them, then cuts off their head, and then like rips out his brain, puts it in their head, and then it's ready to go. That sounds pretty graphic. It is, it is pretty. I've yet to see him do it. But oh, okay. There's like one of the characters who like was a good guy, and his head's been like all stitched up, and you're like, oh, that's the brains inside that guy's head now. Oh. But yeah, we're at the Shibuya incident, is uh, what it's called, the season two arc, and it's just this giant fight scene is what it really is and that's been enjoyable um a lot of repetitious dialogue um i heard a demon say i'm very clever i think 10 12 times in the course of four minutes and i counted yeah. i remember there was a movie i think it came out a couple years ago too yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and i fell off of it first had a similar idea for a comic about it and it came out and i was like fuck oh yeah <laughs> can't do this anymore yeah, exactly but is that yeah. Netflix or what? It's actually only on Crunchyroll. <laughs> oh, okay. That's like that's like Anime Central. That's the Anime Central, yeah. I I just use Nico's uh, login code. <laughs> <laughs> your your personal trainer's My personal anime trainer, login anime login code. It's always so funny. You look at him like that guy wouldn't like anime. He's like the biggest One Piece fan in the world, yeah. and like watches all that shit. I feel like he watches maybe the most anime out of everyone. I yeah, know, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, he does. He wants a shit ton of anime. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Check been checking that out, but I'm like on the verge of tipping over and falling off of it completely now. Where I'm like I'm just not finding it. It's it's not it's not grabbing me, I guess. And the way like I like Dragon Ball Z Super a lot. That was really fun. Yeah. I liked uh I like One Punch Man a lot. And uh yeah, he's mentioning this one thing called solo leveling, which I guess is gonna be more like an isekai 
you know, I'm in the video game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about um, anymore. And isekai <laughs> means like a regular person gets transported to a magical world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm just remembering now after that, like, I'm not, I'm not pinning it on you, <laughs> but I'm just like, oh yeah, we do have a heart out today. Yeah, we do have a heart so out. I so I, I am done. Let's do it with you. Um, so I feel like I've watched everything Whoa. And, and I'm all, I'm limited on what I have access to, right? Cause I just have like certain streaming yeah. uh, channels. Uh, but my wife just got a uh, a new iPhone, so we got three months of Apple. Oh, there you go, yeah, there you free. Go. And so I'm catching up on things that I haven't seen. So what we're currently watching is Hijacked. I haven't heard oh, of that one. What's did that? You see that one? It's just um, Elba, right? Exactly. And he's on a plane, and uh, the some terrorists take over the plane, mm-hmm. and he's basically uh, he's basically. K- k- so I'm only like two uh, two or three episodes in, but he's basically agreed to help them. Mm-hmm. Oh, with, help the terrorists. To help the terrorists <laughs> to uh, basically, but I think that's kind of a ploy. Yeah. He's not really doing that. But he's kind of like a negotiator or something? Exactly. Have you mm-hmm. seen it? No, I just heard about it and I'm yeah. like, oh, I've, and you need to check that out. And then I kind of forgot about it existing for a little while. Yeah. But I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. So he's kind of just like this negotiator guy, but he's not really, he's kind of like telling the, the terrorists who the like problem people will be <laughs> and like you need to like put this out before it's a thing <laughs> and they're like <laughs> mark Wahlberg's in the back you gotta stop him first <laughs> jason statham's in row nine yeah steven ren is easy keepers oh shit, oh, shit. okay um but yeah, so uh, you know, we're waiting for it to turn, and um, he's basically just trying to get back to his wife and daughter. Who mm-hmm. uh, it looks like his wife's either in a relationship with like the, one of the police commissioners, or like oh, she's um, having an affair. No, she's like actively with him, but it, it's it's odd. It has that whole backstory hasn't and dynamic hasn't really been explained. Mm, the son yeah. just kind of is like. Why is this guy sleeping over here now? <laughs> and uh, he has permission to do this. Uh, Dad still loves you, type of vibes. And, uh, and at least she's not dating one of the terrorists. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, you never know. Like, oh, that's this part of the thing too is like all of the terrorists on the plane are white, and yeah, they're okay. like English dudes or mm. English chicks, and like mm. uh, there's just yeah, there's just they're coming from the Middle East. And they're all just white dudes. Yeah, we don't know what their plan is huh. or what they're what they want, but they're heading to to Heathrow. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, isn't it? Uh, that's yeah, exactly. For a little layover, right? <laughs> so have to refuel. <laughs> I, I don't know what is like, happening in it, but yeah. I'm kind of intrigued. That's good. I, I think I'll give it a watch. Nice. You know, I'll continue it out. So, have you heard of Severance? I love Severance. Severance is such a great show. I loved Severance season one. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen season two yet. Season, yeah. Yeah. It's I, out now? I don't no, know. I don't think so. I actually was like, I'm going to cancel Apple TV until Severance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's at the point now where I kind of barely use Apple TV Plus, uh, but my whole family uses it. So they're like <laughs> funneling it through me. And I'm like, yeah, I owe you all, all you guys for like Netflix and like Hulu else, right. and all that stuff. So I'm like, I'll keep, I'll maintain this one right. for everybody. It's your contribution. That's yeah. like family, family with my HBO account. Like they're yeah. all on there. I see like what everybody's watching. Yeah. And if anything happens, like my password, I have to change my password, uh, especially for Apple is like really complicated. My mom's just 
gets like confused and stuff oh. just because like I mean, she's not senile or anything. Yeah, no, no. She's just a, a boomer, you know. Like, yeah, just, it's just like, hey, like, what happened to Apple TV? I got a I'm lot of people back ampersand. in. Uh, to ampersand. To <laughs> ampersand. Yeah, like the and symbol. How do I get to ampersand? Yeah, it's like if your ampersand is like in the password or something. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have a Connery-esque password that's like <laughs> forty characters long. 40 characters. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an annoying password. But uh, yeah, enough about me ranting about <laughs> Apple logins. Uh, that's hijack on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Right. Give it a go. I'm sure most people have already seen it, but I'm. I haven't. I haven't. I've not heard of it. True. And then I watched Five Was of the Killer Moon like two nights ago. Oh, oh did you see that one? Yeah. 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 Very long. It's very long. Very different from what I was thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Me based too. Off yeah. The trailer. I was like, oh. Leo is just awful. <laughs> He's just a bad man. I was like waiting for a twist of like. Him to like not be awful, right? But he's just awful. <laughs> he's just terrible. Yeah, so I think Robert De Niro is so so good in that. Like he's terrifying. Oh yeah. In like a way, I think I already talked about this on the podcast recently, mm-hmm. but just he's just very terrifying in a in like a benevolent grandpa kind of way. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's Evil manipulating everybody. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like the 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 bear in Toy Story three. Oh, like. that's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's- <laughs> Um, yeah, everyone should check that out too. Right. Uh, Killers. Toy Story 3. Yeah, Toy, Toy Story, Story 3, 3, which is not Apple TV Plus, but Killers of the Flower Moon is. And it's, uh, yeah, it's well worth it. Nice. Now that it's at home, you have no excuse because you can go to the bathroom whenever you want. Truly, yeah. I still need to see Killers of the Flower Moon. I really want to. Just, it's, I don't know, it sounds sad. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's probably not as fun as Jujutsu Kaisen or <laughs> what, what, whatever <laughs> it's called. Kaisen. Kaisen, yeah. 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 Um, you I might know, understand it better. <laughs> You know who else uh, kills people that he probably perceives as demons? <laughs> Robert McCall in Equalizer 3. That is so true. I would argue he is the real demon. <laughs> right. Every time he takes somebody out, it's he's it's like a manifestation of what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just putting that out. And That's, he's, yeah. And he's haunted. We see it. that horrible POV sequence. Dude. <laughs> Wait, which, in the beginning? When he's in bed. In bed. Basically questioning whether he's a good man or a bad man. And he sees himself murdering yeah. like oh, countless yeah. people. And I'm right. like, no, right. you're not. <laughs> Looks himself in the mirror with the blood on it. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I was actually kind of disappointed that they showed that. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I really enjoyed the intro where you're walking into this just yeah. slaughterhouse. Yeah. And you're left <laughs> like, everyone. yeah, you're left like kind of with your imagination just to be like, fuck, okay. And then, oh, and then the knife ended from here to there. Oh, Ooh. shit. And then. Uh, you know, the, the, the drug cartel guy is just like leading us through this mayhem. And I was like, okay, that was another tasteful way to do it. Yeah. And then they brought it back and like, no, we need to show every single <laughs> while one of these guys died. <laughs> That's what Robert would do if he yeah. was directing this movie. He's like, I want you to see how I killed every single man. <laughs> That's so scary. <laughs> I just like. I don't know. I don't know how to stop him. I don't know how you long his happiness him. will last until like he needs to kill again. Like, I don't know. I think maybe we can only hope that the pasta and the kindness of the Italian people has has uh, sated his All it takes for one of them lust. to slip up. All it takes is for one of them to do something and he's back. He just he needs gave to- me the fish with the hazy eyes. Yeah. Do you see this fish? That's what I'm gonna do to you. Don't tell me how to sniff it. <laughs> Don't tell me how to sniff it. 
I'm just gonna sniff it harder. <laughs> There's so much. It's been every movie, but it's like it's always just like him walking around. He doesn't really help the community as much, I would say, in this. They're movie. more helping him because everyone yes. there is the most bubbly, happy person to ever <laughs> exist in ever any place. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I think I'm supposed to be here. These people are the mm. amount of nice I need in my life <laughs> yeah. to subdue this the raging darkness. <laughs> if anything happened to this town, I would absolutely lose my mind. <laughs> I was totally expecting for when he when he like reveals himself in the middle of like the like the, um, the public pl- execution, the plaza or whatever. And um Especially when like the the mob boss is like cocking the gun in slow mo, yeah. I'm like, finally we're gonna get like Robert Vision, where it's just like Spidey sense of him like seeing <laughs> everybody, which happens in the first two movies. Um, but yeah, I was just expecting him to be like, you know, he's like eight feet away from that guy, but still just taking everybody out. I'm like, oh, I really want to see that. But <laughs> he becomes like the Flash, like, <laughs> right. sipping, like breaking wrists and necks <laughs> until he finally gets to the guy. <laughs> I was watching that clip too from Justice League where Wonder Woman is like. The, like blocking all the bullets with her arms yeah. and it just like looks funny to an extent because she's just like twisting around and stuff but even robert can't can't make himself that vulnerable you no. know but he can move through shadows yeah so. he is the darkness we don't we don't know mm-hmm. he just injects his enemies with fear toxin basically <laughs> with like meth tablets or whatever well, like yeah, that's right he did he made him feed like a triple amount of like meth and he's like this is a lethal amount you have six minutes to live tied his neck to the post terrifying and for good measure have the one car in town hit him i was like fully ready for that to be like razor wire or something so like when he like stands yeah, up it just like yeah, cuts yeah. his head off and he dies i was like robert's a madman in this one yeah that would be too easy yeah true too easy he needs to watch him go watch him score yeah uh, i mean that like the scene that i was when he killed the uh his brother mm-hmm um after sending a wagon to destroy that first guy and pin him up against the wall <laughs> yeah. in the, which i have no idea how he did no <laughs> because on okay. how he got from the top of that hill to the bottom of that hill he so did quickly. a super jump and then he just pushed it with his arms <laughs> like he's he's invincible he's wild it's like the hulk when <laughs> when he takes his brother out and he's just you know he throws his arms up like this is his happy place. This is like this is this is this, I enjoy this, this is me. I'm alive again. Yes. It's great. He was he looked the happiest I'd seen while yeah, like when, truly. The, when the people were, you know, giving him food and stuff. And I, I yeah, that was gonna be the whole point of the movie. It's like it's like, are you a good man or are you a but do you actually actively enjoy doing this? I think the answer yeah. is yes. Yeah. Because he is just staring that guy in the eyes, waiting mm-hmm. for his soul to leave his body. <laughs> And that's what that's the only thing that gives him fulfillment in his yeah. days. Now I need to make an edit, uh, like a fan cam edit of Robert murdering everybody to uh, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. The sharpest words and it cut me down. He's terrifying. Yeah. He's a very scary man. I don't know what more to talk about other than like how scary he is. I mean, I like that uh, at first, the first half of this movie, um, I, I wasn't a big fan that was set in Italy because mm-hmm. I kind of like how 
like uh just street level the first two are just yeah. set in boston like um because you've seen the first two right so even it's just been a while yeah it's been a very yeah. long time i got a little recap before we started here and oh yeah that kind yeah. of fragments came back but uh yeah like in the first one he's working at like a home depot right. in the second one he's a lift driver <laughs> and this one he's like in retirement mode after getting shot by a, a child yeah um, it's like in recovery mode which and can I pause you there for a second? Yeah. He was ready to let it all go. Yeah, he was. He, kill he himself. put his gun to oh, his right. head and he let it go. And it, and you know, but not that there was a hundred guns just ten feet away. That if he really <laughs> wanted really to seal the deal, he just <laughs> runs over and gets out <laughs> that one. Instead, <laughs> inst instead, he like hijacked a car, made his way halfway through town on yeah. a ferry and, until he passed out. He went on a ferry. <laughs> like he was just slowly <laughs> he paid for bleeding the ticket out for the ferry. <laughs> the to get his car up, <laughs> bleeding out. That would be some cruel joke if like every there was a bunch of guns around, but all of them were emptied. <laughs> Because they were using them to try to get Robert or something. There's something cosmic about that. Just being like, all right. You have to keep living so you can keep killing Robert. This is what God's telling me. I was say, is it God or something else? He thinks it's God. Definitely. He thinks it's God. He's death incarnate. He's his right hand. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't like that it was set in Italy at first, but the more it went in. Like throughout the movie, I'm like, oh, I mean, come on. It's just a good vibe. It's like, impossible to imagine any American town having this level of utopia. So we're going <laughs> to Italy. <laughs> well, even after he has killed some of the bad guys, I feel like, and after he um, like surrenders himself and everything, mm -hmm. there's even the part where the mob boss and his friends are all like eating pasta around like a kitchen <laughs> and like drinking wine. I'm like, wow, even like the bad guys who like. They're really not good people not at all. Like, man. they're, like, holding guns to a child's head and everything. Mm -hmm. But even they, like, get together and, like, have that, like, <laughs> familial experience of eating pasta together. Yeah. I'm like, this is How nice. How we kill this guy? I don't know, <laughs> but this rigatoni's delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Give that. Give a scoop of spaghetti. <laughs> it's like the uh, the mobsters in The Simpsons or something. You know? <laughs> Fat like, Tony. They're all friends. Every single yeah. one of them that dies is a, is a brother lost. It, it feels like that. Yeah, yeah like, you kind of... I, I wasn't, like like uh i don't Sympathetic. remember that right but it's like oh like you can see the mob boss guy like uh he, whenever he sees one of his friends he's like oh like salvador like mm -hmm. then they're all saying that to each other yeah like that one guy's like salvador salvador and then just gets like a knife in the back yeah, of his and head he still shakes he, him are you good <laughs> no <Head> falls off <laughs> <laughs> he he just pours through that place like the specter of death it's horrifying uh, that whole sequence makes me just go like at first i was like robert is like a cool vigilante the second one i'm like okay it's a little more like military ops like cool going back to the job and this one i'm just like he's a myth <laughs> he's a yeah. monster he's the, it feels very like uh michael myers e yeah. from halloween like he is just like a serial killer in a lot of ways he's a horror movie monster and even if he's not killing somebody which he almost always is when he's in that mode but uh just he induces fear in everybody around him. yeah <laughs> except for the benevolent italians of this this small town yeah you know? was that girl he was with is that a love interest or is that some kind of like yeah it's kind of weird right yeah it's right. like i want to take you out and like show you what italy's really about but then nothing no. happens yeah. at all you don't even see the date it just <clears throat> it's just the beginning of a montage of yeah him basically being like oh yeah this is my place. Street pasta. Street pasta is great. <laughs> the old lady gives him a lemon and says it's yep. good for tea. And it's like, they accept you now. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Everything's on the nose. Yeah, the, it's very on the nose. 
So yeah. there's a lot of on the nose dialogue, mm -hmm. especially from my favorite uh, <laughs> Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning, <laughs> yeah, who is one of the two weakest links in this film. I mm -hmm. said, yeah, who was the second weakest link? The dude from the office. I would say, Roy oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kept forgetting he was in it, and then he showed up. Uh, David Denman, something like that, is his name. David um, Denman. Yeah, like I, I, so like I like Elle Fanning a lot, and like Dakota Fanning had, you know, she blew up first, like as a as a child actor, like yep. just super great. popular. Mm -hmm. it's great. And then uh, she was in Man on Fire with Denzel, so this mm -hmm. is like reunion, Dude, um, reunion you know. I didn't think about that one. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I just haven't seen her in a lot of stuff as of late. I guess she's in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as Squeaky. She's like one of the girls oh, and she at was the commune. Much better in that. Yeah, yeah. it's just it. I don't know. Maybe she's just also like a little young for being like a CIA operative, but yeah. it's also, I don't know. What, well, what did you think like, of her? I, I honestly thought she was really like benign. Like she doesn't yeah. get a lot of screen time. So it just really didn't matter to me all that much. Mm. Yeah. Like she blows up and she's like the, the agent that's on his trail. I don't think there's a lot of like meat to chew on in that role in general. Like she gets blown up and then goes to the hospital and then that's it. And she's like talking as she's blown up, like in the hospital. She's just like, it's the mob or whatever. <laughs> it's like, no, really, you don't say. Uh <laughs> but then also like it at the ending where it, like there's like the badly photoshopped photo of her with her parents who are like oh, <laughs> Robert's best friends. Yeah. Um, it's like, OK, like they just had to put that in there to like connect it all. And it just was like more on the news. What yeah. was what was the money for? Who was that couple? <laughs> it was the dude who lost his. Uh, it was so. This is what I gathered yeah. is why he was there in the beginning uh -huh. with the first slaughterhouse <laughs> yeah. is he was there to try to get that guy's pension back. Oh, and and that's what the keys of the drug lord was holding was, oh. was for his safe. Oh. Right. And but he happened to stumble upon this Italian vineyard that was bringing in uh, Middle Eastern drugs. Right. Mm. Yeah. He got way sidetracked. Then, he huh? got sidetracked. So it kind of just. It fell into his lap. Because that's like Equalizer 2 in the beginning. He's in Turkey on the train. Yeah. He goes like out of, <clears throat> he's stationed in Boston most of his life, but he'll go across oceans to go rescue someone. Or, <laughs> he has no jurisdiction. You know. I kind of lost the thread at a certain point. I'm like, oh, did he give all that money to like Orson Bean, like the old guy from the second one who's like in his lift? <laughs> yeah, you know? I was, yeah, I remember that guy. I was just very confused. Like, I don't know who that man or that woman is. I don't know why he's giving them the drug money. I thought it was drug money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they uh, they scammed him out of uh it sounded like the beekeeper technology scammed him out of his inheritance oh yeah and, uh, same people i think maybe oh josh hutcherson's behind it all the beekeeper is in the dark knight universe alongside equalizer yeah. Ooh, do you think robert ever saw um bruce wayne at a at a cafe in italy and like just they like made eye contact and nodded i don't think he'd like him at all <laughs> wouldn't like with bruce wayne i think bruce wayne wouldn't like him at all <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be like reactivated into becoming Batman. Yeah, like, again. I have to stop this man. <laughs> It'd be a good fight. I mean, I feel like Robert McCall and Batman would have a really good fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to put this all in my head now. Like they're just fighting like in, in Italy. Yeah. Like that's kind of a really fun comic. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like this like fully trained like mega murder man that's like, I'm only killing bad people. Like, what do you what's this, what what's it to you anyway? <laughs> he's like, not even in Gotham. He's like the best version of Red Hood or something, yeah. right? Or or who else? Yeah, he's like fully version? optimized Red Hood yeah. and 
Yeah, I don't know. Batman doesn't want him murdering people, but I don't think he likes anybody murdering anybody. That's why it's so hard for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I think Batman makes most movies better if you just put Batman in it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> just put Batman in it. Do you think Batman could have saved the Titanic? <sighs> no. <laughs> not even him. No. <laughs> he also wasn't paying attention on his shift looking for icebergs. Oh, I thought you meant it's like actively sinking. I'm like, like I'm like, I don't I don't think you could really stop that from happening. Yeah. <laughs> but if he's like iceberg, then yeah, I'm pretty sure he could spot the iceberg. Yeah, all the, the American actors in this, besides Denzel, they kind of feel like they don't even need to be there. It's just like mm-hmm. the subplot just to be to have somebody like tracking him i guess you know like yeah i guess doesn't really give, give so much of a payoff either because he's just like he just uses them to kind of like be the judge and the jury and executioner for those guys to be like hey look i'm operating inside a really demented version of the law so yeah like i feel like dakota and denzel are having fun acting with each other yeah but I don't know what else besides that. The audience isn't having fun watching, <laughs> watching them act with one another. Dakota Fanning you don't is like- in the. I, I'm sorry, Dakota, if you're listening to this. <laughs> she, she is. And so is Dakota um, Johnson, just for the record. Oh, oh Dakota Johnson Madam- loved our Fifty Shades of Grey episode. Yeah, can't wait for Madam Web. <laughs> have you seen it? No, I hear it's awful. Yeah, oh my god, I've heard it too. Um, but dude, it just—it's just like she's reading. It's like she came mm-hmm. to set and she didn't know her lines <laughs> and like she just learned them like a, there's just nothing behind them for I, me. I think it's just so sterile. Yeah, I, I totally understand what you mean. Um, I think the writing does not help either where she's like, so you're a person talking about. She's like, you're a person of interest. And then Denzel's like, I'm an interesting person. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like, did like a toilet write this? Like, it's just like, you don't, it's like not a line that's even like, that'll maybe get a chuckle out of like the oldest dad, you know, like. That line was actually improv. No, uh, it's improv. It probably, I mean, it's I would believe it, you know. <laughs> That's Denzel, the oldest dad. Yeah, he's yeah. chuckling at himself. So yeah, He thinks it's fun. He had fun with that whole interaction with her life, like being like, who are you? And being like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she sees two worlds. I was like, he's like Hannibal Lecter in this scene. It's so much fun. <laughs> he uh, He never faces any real threat or danger no in his escapades like at all this one especially i was like he clears house there's like no threat here i thought pedro pascal was like a semi-worthy like fight for him yeah. but this one he he's unscathed like that kid shoots him but then like he doesn't receive another hit this entire this entire thing yeah it's yeah he's just there's nothing it's mm-hmm. maybe that moment where which i also have a problem with uh, where he's about to be executed, and then everybody pulls out their phone, and like <laughs> yeah. that's the deterrent to right. stop him. Like, okay, when he was just about to do the same exact thing to the police commission or the police chief guy. Yeah, and the, but nobody pulled their him. phones out for him, and he's like, <laughs> arguably the his nicest hand, guy. In the his town. hand is in a box next to him. Like that's horrifying. Oh, no, not that guy. Oh, the, okay. uh, the the police with Gabby, little baby Gabby. Yes. Uh, I don't they know. terrorize his family. Yeah. Oh, oh right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when they hold the gun. <laughs> it's so head. funny that they don't do it for him. I'd go home to my wife and just be like, "They did it for this strange man. Why didn't they do it for me?" 
<laughs> they shot him in the ear too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of horrible things to him. Yeah. He got um, beat up a lot. Yeah. There's this scene in the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that came out like last year on Netflix. Uh, it's not a good movie, <laughs> uh, I don't think, in my opinion. But there is a scene where there's like a party bus and uh, Leatherface like got, gives on, goes on the party bus and everyone's just like, oh, we're going to cancel you, dude, with like all their <laughs> oh, phones like pointing at Leatherface. And then he just starts chainsawing everybody. And I'm like, this is really dumb, but I do like it a lot because it's just it's this scene just reminded me of that. Just using phones as a deterrent. It's just yeah. like social media is going to get the mob. I'm like, yeah. I, like that's just not something that really happens. If we just film them, we can't get hurt. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the crowd wasn't that big that right. they could have, I mean, this is my, this is my, uh, Robert McCall coming out here, but yeah. they could have just destroyed the entire town people that were there. Yeah. yeah. They really wanted to. Yeah. To I guess if they pull up their phones, they'd be like, okay, so how many of you would like to die tonight? Yeah. Exactly. And then it's like, Oh, <clears throat> never mind. <laughs> yeah, judging by how violent these movies like they're always surprising to me even though i already know what's gonna happen in terms of how violent it gets mm -hmm. but it still is always shocking every time where it's just like oh yeah robert's just walking around very calm and then all of a sudden extreme violence so yeah. i could see the mob just like shooting like random people in this town mm -hmm. yeah. but that the the right like sparks of intense violence that now that was stinky dude but but uh what's called that just that my nickname is for sake of that was what openly shocked me in the movies where he's like just slams that gun through that guy's head and just like fires right fires fires now. i was just like and then he shoots that guy in the ass yeah. like that guy was way dead <laughs> yeah. he's just like fuck it one for, one more just just, just for the for demons inside <laughs> He double taps him in the butt instead of like the head. He's <laughs> like, no, no, he gets him there too. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a very neat kill where it's like with a shotgun, only one hole in his head, and the barrel is just like blasted a oh, bit. Right. I honestly yeah. thought he was gonna grab the wine glass and then oh. drink out of the fucking <laughs> bloody god. wine. Oh god, <laughs> great year, <laughs> great year, just to appease his dark lord. Yeah, he uses the wine bottle and hits somebody with it later on. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, well, you're in Italy. You got to hit someone with the wine. Yep. <laughs> got to strangle someone with some spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Shove uncooked pasta. Down yeah, it throat. has to be like dry pasta. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think this, I like the way this movie shot, but then also it just feels so de desaturated in a way that like bugs me. In that it just feels like like a, a an action movie from like 2013 or something. Yeah. But did either of you like feel that way at all, or is it, am I just like being like really specific? No, about it, that, it feels know? retro. I, I think I know what you mean. It's like I don't know. Like, it's it's hard because when I watch John Wick, and I know they're very different, but yeah. that feels like a drawn out like brawl, and like everyone's getting like beat up and like pushed downstairs, and I don't know. It just and then this one, he is like. Yeah, for first we talk about he's invincible. He's just he's not going to get hurt. It feels very 2013 that like, hey, this is the guy. He's going to kick everybody's asses. Enjoy the show. Yeah, which I guess the first one did come out in 2014. Yeah, so they just kind of keep that basis going. They're not really looking to change the formula, I guess. Yeah, because could you imagine if Robert McCall got his ass kicked this time? We'd be like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> well, he does run 
for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> he exercises for the first time in this movie. <laughs> Everyone before this, he's like, doesn't ever, you don't ever see him like getting in shape or anything. Yeah. Was that when he's going up the stairs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> he can walk again. Yeah. <laughs> That's more of necessity. <laughs> His rocky moment. <laughs> you know who built this church? It was named after a saint. Saint Robert? Saint Robert. Saint Robert's Day. Wait, is that something Dakota says? Dakota says the sign about the church, about like some the Virgin Mary appearing to this guy before he was hanged and then he was spared. Yeah, I want I want to see Dakota Fanning be in things. Yeah. But I just don't think this was the one. No, she didn't have a lot to do. Like I, I don't know what more you can do with that role than other than maybe like be more affected with your lines or your dialogue delivery but even then it's like we'd, we'd be like oh she was so she hammed it up so much with like her delivery like i don't know yeah yeah she played boring cia lady mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you really think steven mm-hmm. <laughs> uh they uh, there's that when he does like surrender himself, he's like, I understand weakness. I understand pain. I understand death. I understand suffering. It's like, we know <laughs> this is all you do. <laughs> I understand it so well. Let me show you. He's like, because of these people, I'm starting to understand peace. Like his, <laughs> this is the only place in the world that'll make him happy. I guess. Could you imagine if like after he's done with all this and the people see him just like let the drug lord die in the middle of the street yeah like, vomit all over himself they're just like i don't think you should stay here I would, right. I'd be like, like, this man is terrifying like <laughs> i don't know i'd be like either one we pre- all pretend this is we're the happiest little town and we just l- live in this man's fantasy <laughs> we are our prisoners now <laughs> it's actually the entire movie is just like a version that's inside of his head really what's happening <laughs> everybody's oh afraid God. of him oh my God, it's like, you have to pay for the fish i'm taking this fish <laughs> It's more realistic. Oh, I'm, she gives I, him the cappuccino and, and he throws it in her face. And then the next time she picks up the tea her hand, just like shaking. What did you say about my hat? <laughs> I think this hat looks really nice. It's great. It's a great hat. Sir. It's a great hat. Yeah, I, I think that's a lot more uh, plausible. It's weird. It's so weird. Like, I don't know if that's just a, a recent thing or just depending on the character, but it just seems to be a, like a recurring thing in action recently. Yeah, I, I guess it's always kind of a thing, though, with like action heroes. Um, there's always some movie where it's like, oh, yeah, you're rooting for this guy, but he's actually like really psychotic if you think yeah. about it for one minute, mm-hmm. you know, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Equalizer 3. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's all about Equalizer 3. I can, like, fathom uh, at the moment. you have anything to add, Steven? Anything else really stuck out to you? Oh. Um, I was processing. Processing. <laughs> you have any thoughts on pain compliance? Ooh. Pain compliance. <laughs> I remember that line. Yeah. <laughs> Refresh like, my memory. Uh, well, he, he's just, like, talking to one of the mob guys. He's like, is that a Timex about his watch? And the oh, guy's like, no, yeah. it's, it's like, this is pain compliance. And <laughs> oh, he starts, like, Don't make it get to a four, you'll <laughs> shit yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the two. Yeah. Um, it's like the same restaurant they keep going to. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. These people don't want that. <laughs> don't shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it was effective. That's what I'll say about pain compliance. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did notice that they would they would frequently u- reuse locations um, in a lot of the different scenes. It's a small town. Yeah, it's about eight blocks. I think. 
Yeah, I think this movie, especially of all the three, is like a good exercise in just like I don't want to sound it to make it sound too like negative or condescending, but like of skating by as an action movie. Where it's just like, yeah, here's enough writing, yeah. here's enough acting, here's enough, <laughs> enough violence, acting. Like, enough one liners. I think right. was, I think I counted one. Mm. Did you catch it? No, what was it? It was in a, it was in subtitle. It was when the uh, after they cut the. Uh, the, like, after they cut the police chief or the head of police's hand off, oh, and he yeah. sends him off in the car, and he's like, "Thanks." <laughs> he's like, "Thanks for giving us a hand on this one." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, come on, it's like, come on, the laziest then, one. <laughs> yeah. But I still laugh whenever I think of the joke in, in the Batman when he's like, "Thumb drive," <laughs> with like the thumb connected. Well, thumb drive's funny. Yeah, the, the latest one, right? Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Um, what about the god of the town Enzo, who has brought into the world everyone, every, every single person, person in the town? Yes. Wait, I'm you so glad you caught that. Yeah. No, Enzo. He's the doctor. He's like Enzo is a good man. He's brought all of us. He's this delivered world. everybody in this town. <laughs> and he's like this like crowd of children. <laughs> by it. like, wow, a lot of births, I guess. And Enzo is a kind of like god figure, I guess. He was like bad at football, so he became a doctor, right? Right? Yeah, something line? like that. Yeah, I don't know, but thank God he did because he delivered countless people into <laughs> this town. town. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so sick. wild to think about. Where it's like we have one doctor and he does all of it. <laughs> no assistant, no nurses. It's just him out there. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Yeah, there's like, but he only I, treats people that fall down. Yeah, he fell down. <laughs> yeah. Can you consider Boo a one-liner when Dakota? Oh, you're a ghost. <laughs> that, that I think was uh, that thing, I think that was Denzel improv. Yeah, it felt, it felt, it felt. like that's all he's got. That's, all he's that's what I'm saying. It's just like, yeah, it's fine. Come on, let's move on. Let's eat more pasta around here. That's yeah. good. I'm enjoying. It, it feels like a movie where he's like, I want to set this one in Italy. Probably the director, too. Mm-hmm. Like, let's set this one in Italy. It'll be a fun time. We can have good food. And hang you know? out. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Like, every one of these movies has made around the same money. Like, they've all made around $191 million, like, mm. bo- like worldwide box office. Dude, they do so well so. in middle America. Like, yeah. my parents fucking love the equalizer. <laughs> like, yeah. my dad yeah. is like... <laughs> Like these are very English people, and they—I mean—they won't pay for anything. They got like this, what they call the dodgy stick. We got our dodgy stick from England. <laughs> we pay about ten pounds, and we get all of the streaming. What is dodgy like, stick? Is it dodgy that, stick? Is it like the Sky Network or whatever? Yeah. Or? Well, you like stick it in the back of your TV, and then you have like everything that's all oh. the movies and TV shows that are streaming, like wow, in the world through like all of the apps. Oh, it's Ooh. like a VPN kind of thing. Sort of, yeah. Um, but my dad's like. The Equalizer freeze on that. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? I'm like, Dad, why are you watching Equalizer three by yourself? He's like, Oh, it's really good that one. <laughs> it sounds like my dad a lot. Well, not the accent, but in terms of watching Equalizer three and yeah. stuff, you know? like insert cowboy vibe. <laughs> yeah, cowboy vibe. Dude, old the older generation just love Robert McCall kicking ass. I think they just love seeing somebody close to their age just. Yeah, destroying. Yeah, which I I like those movies too. Like I, I am a sucker for all those like Liam Neeson action movies. No matter how much they suck, I'm yeah. like I'm gonna watch it. I've always <laughs> I've always liked Old Man Still Has It too. <laughs> so yeah, but then again, I also really like I loved Sideways when I saw it for the first time when I was like 14 or something. So I feel like I've always liked movies about older people. Mm. 
like Paul Giamatti in that seemed like he was like the most middle aged person. He's probably like in his like mid thirties when that movie came out. I know, I know. (laughs) That's so weird to think about. I'm like Paul Giamatti's like always been like forty five to fifty years old, right? It is nice in this one, at least, where he's not, like, mentoring a kid or anything, like, in the second one. Where yeah. it's not, like, as much, like, old man, like, uh, wish fulfillment kind of stuff. Yeah, because he's, like, he's, he's dad age in the second one. In this one, he's too old to be dad, so. Yeah, he's just retirement mode. Like, yeah. this is my Italian adventure. He's like, wearing, my Italian yeah. adventure. He's wearing more and more black. Yeah. And it's getting, like, baggier. And <laughs> yes, yes. It's definitely he's eating getting so baggier. Much pasta. <laughs> he's eating so much pasta. <laughs> And Dorado fish or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's gobbling up that fish like candy. Um, Cloudy-eyed candy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those are just marbles. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to say about uh, Equalizer 3? I know it's a short episode, but like, there's not... This is kind of what that movie is, though. Uh, you know? I'll just note a couple more problems. <laughs> yeah. Design, when that guy's... Uh, fish shop is burning down mm-hmm. is like one wedding photo like just goes up in flames like why don't you have that shit at home in a frame like why is it why is yeah, it pinned up like next to the house. cash register it's like, like, like italian town nothing could ever happen there and then he throws like one bucket of water in and then like gives up <laughs> too hard that's a good one that's a good mention well, um, what other issues yeah. oh man i don't i want to keep going with Dakota so I'll uh, <laughs> uh I don't know I gotta think any did you I'm not I'm not a person that usually likes to say things are corny or um sappy or like stuff like that but there are several times in this movie that I'm like yeah this is getting a bit corny just like with the line delivery sometimes or just like his shadows going across the walls and stuff I'm mm. like this is like the most kind of basic action movie kind of stuff but yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. I love how he somehow timed the guy falling through on top of the <laughs> on top of the guy's bed. Yeah. Like just as the blood was waking him up. Like he's gonna barrel roll out of his bed and then go full uh um oh man. Now I can I now I only have Robert McCall's name in my head. I have no other Who else? Um what's the name from Die Hard? Oh, uh, John McClane. Yeah, John McClane. So, let's see, McCall McClane. <laughs> McCall McClane. But there's the the mobster guy has he's walking across glass. Robert would destroy. Oh yeah, they John. didn't have that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. Do you, who would win, McCall or McClane? Robert would wreck yeah, him. Yeah, it wouldn't would even be a fight. Yeah. yeah. But McClane would have like quippier lines, I think. Yeah, so. he'd shoot, and Robert just stare at him like dead faced as like he like rips all his fingernails out and like juts them <laughs> into his eyes. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um, you really nailed that one. Oh, you <laughs> see, go. but he didn't really give any one-line no. deliverables no. like that. Did he in the first two? I can't recall. A little bit more in the second one. He does say, "You've been equalized." Does he really say <laughs> yes. that? And oh it's it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> Transcendent cinema. Then we need more of that. In the fourth one, please, yeah. David Ayer or whomever it might be. You've been equalized. <laughs> <laughs> Werner Herzog. Well, he's, he's, so he's much older now. Yeah, <laughs> pushing he's, seventy. He's, like uh, yeah. he's, he's just wearing one piece black. He's pretty much like one poncho away from like <laughs> Bruce Willis in, <laughs> in uh, what is that? Unbreakable. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> 
oh, what are we going to do those? I always, I'm always I, like, I, I want to do those so bad. Yeah, I me too. And I'm like, that's not relevant to anything right now, so but it really we, doesn't matter. We you know? do whatever we want on this show. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? Yeah, we don't even, yeah. Once we get sponsors, we can worry about that. Yeah, like for now, <laughs> let's do whatever we want. And then when, what's it called? Um, well, it's one of the most stupid podcast sponsors that exist. Um, the mattress one, Casper Mattresses, yeah. which Me- I think is defunct now. <laughs> Me Undies. Me Undies. Bon- bonsai Socks. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Um, can you do a, co- a commercial ad for this episode, Connery, where you're Robert advertising to visit Italy? I don't want to pretend to be Robert. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get inside his headspace? No. <laughs> I also don't want to copy Denzel's voice. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not going to. That could be problematic for me, you know? <laughs> You're scared he's going to come for you. Yeah, he'll come yeah. for me in my house. Actual Denzel in character. Nail my dog to a wall, then oh, kill me. Oh, my God. He's scary. He doesn't nail any dogs to the wall, though. True, yeah. Wow. Now's a run up to him and jump on him. And be like, oh! <laughs> Uh, Are you, right. well, real huh? quick, one one last yeah. thing. Are you surprised that he showed leniency on the child of the drug lord? Um, no. No. no, I feel like that's like one of his rules. Doesn't, do doesn't kill kids. Yeah. If he did kill that child, I would be like, this whole thing is going to be about like how fucking lost he is. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that would be the hinge of like the entire rest of the movie if he did kill that kid even like, like mistakenly is, if he like just was like bang just is on it instinct. women and children yeah like, i was gonna has say he ever taken out a girl he's woman never fought a woman oh, yeah, yeah i was gonna say like in any of the movies i don't think he's fought any kind of like henchwoman or whatever mm-hmm. he's no anakin skywalker no <laughs> just indiscriminate <laughs> <laughs> the women and the children too if if he if he did kill the kid in the beginning though it'd be a lot more compelling of a character arc oh yeah though where he's like am i a good person am i a bad yeah person? like i don't know he, like when he turned around if he was shoot because he shoots aimlessly in the sky right yeah because he's like where did it come from yeah yeah and it could be like that colin farrell in bruges thing where mm-hmm. he accidentally shoots the kid mm. yeah that might, might be a little too heavy for robert to handle i think uh, then he would have like gone to other guns <laughs> i don't know if it is too heavy or if he just rationalizes everything i guess he is he is about to shoot himself right? yeah but even so, I'm like, I, I would have I, liked that kid dies and like, then he would have to probably grapple with something and maybe we would have more to be like, no, you're a good guy, Robert. You only kill bad people. It's like, no, you killed that kid. Like yeah. <laughs> there's something wrong with you. It's too far, I guess. Yeah. Uh, although like when he is going to shoot himself, I feel like uh, my take at least was that it seemed like out of professionalism, not out of like <laughs> my, like I'm depressed. Yeah. It's like, okay, nobody can find out who I am. Nobody can take me hostage. So I'm going to just end my life and nobody will know what the hell happened here. Yeah, maybe. But maybe I just was reading into that too much. I don't know. I don't know. I, I felt like, I think it was like he, the kid shot him. And I think it was the fact that he seriously considered shooting the kid. And that's when he was like, okay, no, I, I, I'm, I'm going to end it. Hmm. Hmm. I think it's the fact that he considered it. Like he turned around, held the gun at him and the kid ran and he was like, Okay, I'm going to like. <laughs> I thought it was because uh, I thought it was like an ego thing. Like he got <laughs> bested. She got bested by the kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, uh, well, he has there's no commit. coming back from he this. Ruined by no hit rock. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He was dishonored. <laughs> I mean, he's too old now. He has to end. He has to commit seppuku. Well, you just circle like a circle into your stomach. Well, that's what the seppuku is. I know. Just, yeah. uh, <laughs> just uh, well, anyways, any final thoughts on Equalizer Three? 
I don't think I'd ever want to watch this one again. It's too dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's too upsetting. Yeah, Steven. Um, fun for the entire family, uh, I think. <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch it again. <laughs> Um, I was just perusing Letterboxd before recording today, mm-hmm. and one of the reviews, someone just said, must a movie be good? Is it not enough to watch Denzel equalize people? And I'm like, they have a point. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say this is, like, it's interesting, like, if you're going to do the whole Letterboxd rating thing, I would say, like, all three of these movies are, like, three out of five for me. Yeah. Where it's just, like, they're not bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm not fair. like I'm not like I really want to see this again, or I'm like super captivated. And I know it has its fans, but they're just like there, and like they get the job done, mm-hmm. I guess you know. Yeah. And he equalizes people. So what else do you want? And it's this called the Equalizer. And this one's also the shortest of all the Equalizers. Mm. Only only like an hour and a half, I believe. Yeah, I think it's like hour forty something. Yeah, the other ones are like two hours. They, yeah, they cut a lot of Dakota scenes. No, no. <laughs> oh, really? No. Oh my god, it's so funny. I would love a scene where like Robert's learning how to make pasta or something like with that with that lady. That would have been fun. You know they shot that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, good stuff. Those are our thoughts on Equalizer Three. This has been our yearly installment of Action Dad Cinema. <laughs> Episode 199. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for episode 200 next weekend. Yeah. And also, uh, or whenever that's coming out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, and stay tuned next year for when uh, I'm, I'm going to lay down my cards now and say we're going to do Expendables. Oh. What do you think about that? I'm down with that. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Yeah. Wait 365 days, everyone. <laughs> I know you can't wait. It's exciting. For our thoughts on Expend Four Bowls. Spend five bowls by then. <laughs> Oh, well, the six six bowls, the ridiculous six, <laughs> the ridiculous expend four bowls did so bad, though. I don't think they'll make another one. Uh, OK, well, that's it. Unless there's a big shark in it because they them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it, everybody. Uh, Stephen Brannigan, thank you so much for being on that. Yes, thank, thank you. you for having me. I Your hope you had a good time. The equalizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that were scary. <laughs> um, do you have anything to plug before we go? I don't. Um, no. No, I don't. Fair enough. Hire me. Yeah. <laughs> hire Steven. He's a fantastic first AC, and he hires me sometimes, so you should hire him. <laughs> uh, finally coming back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Connor, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, probably enjoy Starship and Paula. It's nice to play role-playing game podcast hosted by myself and four other friends. You can find us on Spotify or on, what's it called, Apple Podcast app. Tyler, what do you have to plug? I was going to say, this is a little uh, um, ahead of schedule for uh, of a reference, but whenever you do that, you should have your eyes go straight up like the... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the fact that I've done it a million times, like Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like do like a Mentat in Dune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to that point where I'm yeah. like, 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 there's no episodes of this. I don't know what the point is of plugging it anymore. I should just say nothing. That's okay. <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram and Letterbox at Vice for photos and stories of my life and movie reviews Story of my life. <laughs> what song is that we'll make it home. that'd be uh what do you call them one direction yeah yeah it's not from uh the greatest showman no i'm singing like hugh jackman though 
Thank you. Uh, thank you to Mar and Gandy for our work and Nick Viverka for our music. Please like, share, and subscribe and give our show five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I can't do the up eye thing right now. I'm like slowing it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, please, please uh, share our show and give us five stars. It'll help us to grow the show. Yeah. Uh, I already said my thank yous. Until next time, Connor asked me if I'm a good or bad person. Are you a good or a bad person, Tyler? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was like that was like right before i said it i'm like okay you said you shouldn't do a denzel voice so i'm not gonna do it but i'll just be like this is this is what i got i don't know <laughs> goodbye everybody bye